Okay. So on the eve of me leaving the city to go up to the bush and to ground on the Murray River, which is one of the biggest arterial rivers in New South Wales and Victoria, connecting both huge expanses of two very large indigenous nodes of the original blueprint of the planet, um, it will be a great place to, to ground and a great place to reconnect with my ancestral spirit and also to become more expansive by allowing nature back into my heart and to become a, a guiding light and influence in the way I continue to expand my toroidal field and remain my collapsed state of lucidity in the way that form uh, is expressed through bliss and joy and no longer embodied in habituated patterns and or fear. But part and parcel of getting ready to do this was, was a need, uh, a deep need, as guided by my ancestor, Redfeather, who was a, an Indian chief um, either with the Sioux or with the Hopi, it's not completely clear at this this stage of reconnection. I've known about Red Feather for quite some time. Was brought to my attention along with the Egyptian Pharaoh Sharab from the Ptolemaic period when I had my Akashic records opened and read to me. And at that point in time, uh, there were many many guiding lights um, around me that were orientating my pathway. And then for a long time there, I really felt, I felt that they all had abandoned me and that they were charging me with the responsibility and the agenda to go it alone and to learn all I need to learn while maintaining a certain level of solace. Hence why since 2006 I haven't been in a relationship with a woman and I haven't really indulged in, in, in the physical interaction other than a few sporadic bits and pieces here and there. That's about to change, I'm told. I'm now ready as an aligned and fearless uh, high-density energy warrior to embrace all that lays before in the difficult emotional challenges of the new timeline. So I'm reconnecting with Red Feather and the first thing he told me in my dream was all those guiding lights that you thought had left you, left your side, are now back and even more intensified and more illuminated than ever before because they're here with a purpose now not only to guide your way, but to protect it. Because you are coming under fire now. You're going to be attacked. Psychic darts will be showered at you and your mission and your resilient ability to stand in your sovereign power more and more each day. So you need the protecting veil of the angelic realm which is something that I'm really only beginning to learn about. Um, I'm not going to immediately demystify some of the 
the deeper and the darker uh, deceptive agendas by saying that none of these densities and or realms of higher conscious value are real and they're all part of the illusory construct of the 3D hologram which is compressing more and more and drawing us even into a more amplified expression of that control and or recycle mechanism but instead allowing my heart to be open to the probability and possibility of my fusion into that collective energy. Then another very powerful message came through from Red Feather and he said, remember when you ask for something in your prayers and you invocate and then you embed that, ingrain that into your progressive thinking and the way that you solidify form into a particle of expression, the energy follows it and the intention becomes stabilized. So for a long time there, you, you've been asking the universe, you've been asking your higher self, the infinite parent, not to bother you with frivolous connection by ringing your phone from people that want to say things that really don't mean much and or bother the importance of your focus, your conscious focus in an effort to, you know, create imbalance or, or upset your, your flow. But while that's taken place and you have said on many, many occasions, it's amazing how no one talks to me anymore and how isolated and how alone I feel. Um, that became even more expanded upon and you felt like you needed to withdraw more and more all the time and it was only when you got together with your tribe that you felt comfortable enough and confident in your own skin to really speak your truth without compromise hence your shift in language. This trip away will also give me an opportunity to explode, expose some of this language, the medium of this new language, to these people that pretty much would know this language or understand it or be even available or open to it. You feel liberated, yet others that you'll be meeting shortly that you haven't seen in some time won't necessarily echo the same sentiment. But that's okay, because don't volunteer information. Simply let people know that if you don't want to participate because it's not part of who you are and you don't feel like you need to prove anything to anyone, uh, politely withdraw by saying, I'm going to go and do this instead or this is what floats my boat. So this trip for you is all about maintaining your authenticity in the face of rather adverse addictions that will be very clear to you. And that energy may be very discomforting or disconcerting and you might find it a little bit difficult to be around these people. But 
we are telling you that you need to push through that and you need to demonstrate that you can handle anything, including a whole bunch of people obsessed with alcohol, drugs, smoking and bad behaviour because they don't know any better. So I'm not judging them, but they just don't know any better. And then again, because of the maverick planet of change, Uranus really stepping up its position in the fixed sign of Earth that is Taurus, you may be pleasantly surprised or shocked at the fact that a number of them may actually be more aligned or tuned into the higher octave of this new energy around the planet than you think. But the most important thing that I would like you to understand is that feeling alone and isolated because your social circle predominantly shrunk to nothing was because we didn't want you to be distracted by other people's third-party drama, particularly female. Now, I want to give you a context so you understand exactly what I mean by that. He then showed me a older woman um, with coloured hair leaning down at a muddy pool of water leaning down with her left hand scooping the muddy pool of water and her right hand covering the eyes and the vision then showed me how she drank from the left hand of muddy water while not watching or seeing what she was doing this represented a female that I recently had a, an interaction with. I wouldn't call it much more than a physical, semi-emotional attachment. Her name will remain anonymous. That is still drinking the dirty water, is still subscribing to the addictive behaviour that she's so desperately tried to escape and you helped her a great deal to at least realize that and not want to see what she was doing and because this woman wants to connect with you and has reached out to you in emails and now has asked again to you know for uh, to share your phone number and you thought that within weeks of arriving in Melbourne that she would come around and you ascertain that if she came around with a bottle in her hand, whether it was a housewarming present or just something that she wanted to drink, that that would tell you that she hasn't changed at all and that she's been living the delusion and finds herself even more deeply rooted in it. Or if she didn't, then that would be a signal that she is really making a genuine effort to withdraw or to remove and release herself from the addiction of, of alcohol. So Redfeather was saying that there are people out there, females and males, but predominantly represented in the female energy, 
that are still drinking the dirty water and covering their eyes from all that it can create. Polluting one's system with a poor choice of nourishment, whether it's a spiritual nourishment, whether it's a, uh, a working nourishment, whether it's a, a, an accumulation or aggregation nourishment, whether it's a sexual nourishment, whether it's a, a gender or identity-based nourishment, lays in the choices of the individuals. Yet the choices of the individuals can be very distracting and create an air of interference in those that are no longer imbued within that particular framework of energy. And that's what Redfeather was saying. We've kept people away from you. We've ensured that the phone doesn't ring, that the texts don't get answered, that you feel, as you like to put it, Michael, and I will state this for the record, betrayed. You have ingrained a karmic attachment, a trauma, a samskara, around a rather distorted expression of betrayal. There is no betrayal. People just aren't at the same convergence of higher energetic integration than you are. They haven't arrived at that point in the time-shifted perspective of their planar reality. And you have this ability, being stubborn, Taurus, but with the purifying and seamlessly loving energy of Venus to circumvent your journey by falling into that trap. That is a subservient trap. As you've stated, distorted spirituality is a subservient trap. You are expressing something in a similar vein, but within um, a more deluded space, if you like. The reason you're being informed about this now, as you go through this deep detox, and I have really purged, even today, purged ridiculously to the point of painful excretion is that we're about to change that like all over again. Your phone is ringing and it has started, I must admit. The calls that are coming in are coming in from different parts of the world, yet they're darker shadow reception or transmissions that are designed to test to see if I have gotten past that reactionary state of response, which I have. Hence why I don't answer them because I'm given a, a pre-trigger that this is not a call to answer. This is a call that could very easily influence a new event stream to come at you that could take you completely off track. But once you go through this trip away, this reconnection to your birthright, your solar return, where Chiron, Uranus, Mars, Venus will all play important parts in your nodal axis 
in the galactic center that you will visualize every day and every night you look up into the night sky. This is a part of this country, the Gondawanda land, where the Southern Cross, the, the seven stars of the seven sisters, is very, very apparent. And if you offer invocation and prayer for the greater good of an awakening humanity to each point of the star of the constellation of the Southern Cross, you will in fact be sending out a very powerful transmission that many, many uncompressed and sort of de-matrixed de de or removed from the matrix, removed from the earth grid. They've dismantled their, their, their extension thereof or, or their attachment to the matrix. Those individuals will feel that flow of energy. So make no mistake, this is a vacation, this is a test, this is a blissful time, but this is also so much more than that and you need to be ready for it. So go out there right now and take your bicarb and lemon and create that shock to the endocrine system and the circulatory system that has you triggering all manner of waste removal through a, a, a rather heavy, painful purging period. Clean every pore and cell of your being in preparation for the five days that lay ahead for you. And you won't be disappointed with the result. When you come back from that, your interaction within a higher social medium will become available. Now we'll give you a clue. The clue to this is that <laughs> I find this really, really kind of comical in a way to tell you tell everybody. You've been negatively expressing your whole kind of disgust with Podbean, the service you pay a monthly for in order to service and present your podcasts and live streams. But you didn't realize that that's been set in motion so that you would be forced to look at another option. And this brought another event stream of an old acquaintance that you made a lot of money with and that you were very manipulative with as well. And this is interesting that this individual has also come to a more heightened spiritual awakening he will re-emerge and present you with the fact that he's left the broadcast industry uh, by making commercial um, adverts for car franchises and into a more collective radio um, online venture and exercise. So the fact that Podbean pushed you to the point where your disgust had you looking at options and then this event stream brought this individual in who has this perfect radio platform where you have no restrictions, no payments, and you can pretty much reach the same global audience 
all you need to do is essentially inform your followers um, once or twice and they will migrate to this new platform. When this takes place, these new people who are going to hear you and Ricky and Mark and Greg and Corey and others, they're going to hear this truth, this higher form of expression and truth through a completely different lens. The lens will become crystal clear and highly amplified. It will be a refractive lens that will create smaller splinter groups that will catch on quickly to what it is that you're presenting and it will be taken by these splinter groups, these more fragmented parts of the society and community to other parts of their expansive dynamic, their groups, their friends, their social circles, etc. This will lead to direct connection. So the healing modalities, the alchemy that you're offering or you have been offering that has not received really any interest or attention will all of a sudden become very interesting and people will become very attentive to it. So you'll have an opportunity to be doing one-on-ones that is working energetically in an alchemical capacity to help people realize their potential by clearing and removing and releasing all that no longer serves their highest good. This is the lens through which we would like you to see the rest of 2020 and all of its magical elements unfold for you. You are a conduit. You are a connector. And your new language and the higher octave of self-expression will resonate and drive a harmonic connectivity that will bring people very much into your convergence point, at which point your group will be able to feed these people with the knowledge, the information, the processes and the capabilities and capacities to reach their own potential, to become, to have mastery over parts of themselves that without your support, they wouldn't necessarily be able to reach in a timely manner. So if we to put it into an egoic perspective, we are here to tell you that all you've been working towards will now take on the, the capacity to accelerate. It will rapidly accelerate all processes that will help humanity to evolve, sustain and maintain in a, in a much more accelerated and powerful level. Now, when I got all this from Redfeather, I asked him whether or not 
we had lived together. We had hunted the grounds of the North American landscape, which at, which at one stage was connected to India. And I think may have also been connected to um, Asia through a land bridge before the, uh, the, the Ice Age, the second Ice Age. And he said, absolutely. You were a son of many, but you died when all the water dried up and our wells were at a particular point where we needed to infuse them with new crystal energy for which you and my other sons were responsible for releasing into the chasms and crevices at the top of our sacred hills and mountains. Unfortunately, when the eruption took place, due to the seismic disturbance, when all the water was depleted and everything caved in, you fell into one of those crevices and became solidified as petrified rock, but you were maintained in a somewhat radiating ball of universal energy. And now you're incarnated in human form, but you've still got that universal ball of energy. This universal ability to use music as the bridging platform through a highly popular medium, that being Enigma and the enigmatic music vision, is going to allow your work to reach hundreds of thousands of people because they're already captive to the music. So what he was showing me were how all of these different interconnected event streams that had somewhat remained fragmented on the on the outskirt on the outskirts of the conscious focus point were now merging. And this is why I've come up with this concept for 2020 that I want to share with every one of you. And that being, this is immersive, experiential energy. And what it affords is opportunity and liberation. And through opportunity, you have all manner of probability and possibility available for you to collapse, form and action into, which creates your bliss and peace and tranquility and compassion and liberation allows you to become unaffected by all third party controlling influences in the 3D. So the external landscape that you exist within, no longer you will feel encroaches upon or affects you. You will always, from this point on, be the effector. And being the effector of your destiny, 
being the effector of the challenges that you're willing and available to face and contribute to will see you through the dark recesses of humanity's demise before a percentage emerges on the other side ready to take on the agenda and the new responsibility of life in the new world. Now, of course, the first thing I tried to do is attribute this to, you know, uh, lunar cycles, uh, solar cycles, certain other planetary transits, numerology, and whatnot. And the only thing that came up was that two, 2020, two, two, the second, the twelfth, the twenty-second, the eleven, and the eleven is twenty-two. So all the numbers that are divisible by two or expansive by two are essentially why these particular deep downloads and insights became clarified and available. And that's exactly when these particular things manifested for me in this physical plane of reality. So I really wanted to share that with you. And I wanted to let you know that if you release, surrender, and let go of all that no longer serves you, and I mean all that no longer serves you, that relationship, that friendship, that workspace, that addiction, whatever, you will be given deeper awareness to immersive experiential opportunities that will allow you to reconnect with your ancestral lineage and not see it in a, in a deceptive and or negative way as you have most of your life, but see it in a very positively charged way that can help guide and drive your life in the manner that you would like to see it take place. Thanks for listening. Sending much, much love. And please do comment when we post this. I must say.